Tonight we hunt. Hello and welcome to League Lore and More. We are wrapping up our Ixtal series with a kind of a character who's Ixtal and Shuriman, uh, as we've kind of had with a couple characters. Um, but, you know, the the two regions are intertwined, so that's going to happen. Uh, today we are talking about Rengar, the Pride Stalker. He is a uh, big old kitty cat walking on two legs who um, is one of the best, you know, hunters in in Runeterra. Um he is a, what is called a Vestaya, a, a race that is more animal-like in their appearance. Uh, he was released back in 2012. Uh, he is an assassin champion. Um, you will see him played in the jungle or top lane. Um, that's probably like a 90-10 split there. Um, maybe even higher. Uh for um the jungle role uh that is the the main one he is uh like i said an an assassin and he um more than any other champion in the game is one who utilizes um the terrain of uh the map on summoner's rift in, in terms of the uh the bushes that that are present and that either get altered or added depending on what happens in the game um rengar's abilities um he has this thing on his passive called the bone tooth necklace and it's something that will kind of get an homage to in his story and in bio um but every, every time that you score a, a takedown against an enemy champion um it Rengar gets a, a trophy on his bone tooth necklace. Um, and um, like each trophy grants uh, bonus like um, attack damage. Um, so getting takedowns on, you know, each different character on the enemy team, but you can also, you can get um, only one per each champion so you can get up to five stacks on your bone tooth necklace so you can't stack it on you know the same champion twice three times or five times uh his q or i guess there's more to his passive which is that like um he, using his abilities generates um ferocity um in it it generates it in turn in like a the form of what is a uh, stack at four stacks he can consume that ferocity and it empowers one of his ability his qw or his e ability it will make it do something extra we've seen this before with several other champions that have similar um similar functions uh and then also on his passive, so he's got a lot going on here. Um, Rengar's basic attacks um, and have 
increased range and he will leap to a target when he's casting it from a bush. Um, so you're in a bush and then like you will leap to an enemy champion. You can walk right back to the bush and leap again. Uh, so he's very oppressive in like the top lane because you can just keep going in and out of a bush um, and jumping on someone. And s whereas normally like you're going to have to be right next to them to attack them because he's a, a melee champion. He's not ranged. Uh, this just really empowers uh, his ability to assassinate someone from a distance or like stick to someone uh, if he's trying to chase them. His Q is called Savagery. It's really just um, like... It's just an empowered attack that does um, extra damage. Uh, his W is called Battle Roar. Um, it is used to heal Rengar for a certain amount of damage. His E is called Bola Strike. Uh, Rengar throws a bola uh, at a target. Uh, does damage and um, slows them for uh, a brief amount of time. If Rengar is at max ferocity, uh, it will root them instead of slowing them. Um, whereas with like Battle Roar, if he's at max ferocity, um, instead of just healing him, it will also um, remove any crowd control that's on him. His ultimate is called Thrill of the Hunt. Uh, Rengar becomes camouflaged and gets uh, increased movement speed, so you can't see him unless you're close to him. Uh, and during this time, Rengar will detect the nearest enemy champion to him. Um, and a little mark will appear above their head, and will also, like, if you're the person that... Like, the enemy team can see the mark, too. They can see who it is that's closest to him. Uh, so at least they're kind of alert, right? Like, you, a, a sound will play if you're within the area, so you know that Rengar is ulting. But then you'll also see the mark and be like, okay, he's closest to so-and-so, -so, so that you can protect them. Um, but while uh, for Rengar, you know, he's invisible, he sees who's marked, and he can move around and and this also it um the duration is like when it's maxed out it's like 20 seconds so that's a long time to be like invisible and stuff and then when you are close enough to a champion you will just leap from being invisible being camouflaged um you don't have to be in a bush at in that one um and it'll do like a bunch of uh, damage to them. And so that that's kind of why he's an assassin character. Uh, a lot, Largely in part because of his ult. And um, yeah, kind of the only trivia thing for Rengar is that um, he's one of... 10 champions in the game to reference another champion in the game. So he references Kha'Zix, who we'll hear about in the 
biography. And Kazakh thus references him. And yeah, that's about it for the intro. Um, we will hop into the story and bio. And uh, I hope you all learn something and I hope you enjoy it. And thanks so much for listening and being um, here on our Ixtal series as we uh, look to wrap it up here. And um, yeah, without further ado, we will hop into those stories and then we will uh, close things out on the back end. Rengar, the Pride Stalker. Rengar hails from a tribe of Shreeman Vestaya, known as the Kailash, whose society venerated the honor and glory of the hunt. Rengar was born the runt of the litter to the tribe's chieftain, Ponjaf. Ponjaf believed Rengar's diminutive size would make him a worthless hunter. He ignored his child, assuming the runt would starve to death. Eventually, the young Rengar fled the camp, ashamed that he had disappointed his father. He subsisted on grubs and plans for weeks, until one day he was nearly killed by a legendary human hunter named Markon. Upon seeing Rengar's state, he took pity on the creature and let it live. Besides, this was no mighty Vestayan warrior worthy of Markon's blade. Rengar spent months following Markon, feeding off the corpses the hunter left behind, he still hoped to one day rejoin his tribe, and so took great care in observing how Markon took down his quarries. After some time, Markon grew sick of the pathetic Kailash following him around. He put a knife to Rengar's throat and informed him that the only way to be a hunter was to hunt. He tossed Rengar the blade and kicked him down a ravine, where he was forced to make his first kill to survive. From then on, Rengar spent years pushing himself almost to breaking point. He scoured Sharima from the most powerful and dangerous prey, though he would never be as big as the other Kailash. Rengar was determined to be twice as ferocious. Over time, instead of coming back to his camp each time with fresh scars, he began to come back with tro trophies. He polished a sandhawk's skull to a sheen. He braided the teeth of a shrieker into his hair. Then, when he decided the time had come, Rengar returned to his tribe, ready to be accepted as a true hunter. Ponjaf scoffed at Rengar and his trophies. He decreed that only by bringing back the head of the elusive and legendary void abomination known as Kha'Zix would Rengar be welcomed back into the tribe. Blinded by his eagerness, Rengar allowed this cunning beast to get the drop on him. The void creature ripped out one of Rengar's eyes and escaped. Furious and defeated, Rengar admitted his failure to Ponjaf. As expected, his father chastised him. Chastised him. But as Punjaf spoke, Rengar noticed all the trophies adorning his father's hut were dusty and old. The chieftain had not hunted anything in a long time. He had likely sent Rengar after Kazakhs because he was too afraid to do it himself. Rengar interrupted his father and called him a coward. Many Kailash were blessed with strong bodies or comfortable homes. Rengar, conversely, was born facing death. 
He had taught himself how to hunt, and had the trophies and scars to prove it. Even his own bloody eye socket was a trophy, proof that though Rengar was born with disadvantages, he never gave up. Rengar leapt onto his father and gutted him from neck to belly. The fiercest hunters of the tribe crowned him with flame roses, marking him as their new chieftain. But Rengar didn't see need his village's acceptance. All he needed was adrenaline pumping through his veins as he chased down his prey. He left the village without even pausing to take a trophy from what was left of Punjaf. His father was not a kill worthy of remembering. Instead, he set off determined to find and slay the void creature that had tried to blind him. Not to satisfy the Kailash, but to satisfy himself. Another piece for my collection. Rengar's story is called Prey by Anthony Birch. Rengar smelled the blood before he saw the dead humans. Six or so, he estimated, but it was tough to get an exact count thanks to the number of pieces they'd been torn into. Their swords were strewn about the meadow as useful as dulled cutlery. He knelt, licking blood from the ground. Cold to the tongue, still sweet, yet bitter with the taste of iron. It had been spilled less than an hour ago. Turning over one of the stray limbs in his hand, Rengar found a line of greenish saliva dangling from where the arm had been ripped from its body. He raised the stump to his nose and sniffed. The saliva smelled foul, like a corpse that had rotten in a puddle of excrement. Just raising it to his nose nearly made Rengar want to vomit, and he had a stronger st stomach than most. He smiled his wide, toothy smile. The creature who inflicted these wounds would be easy to track. Rengar watched from the brush as the razor hide worked its claws around an old man's skull and crushed it beneath its bone teeth. It howled in disappointment, evidently unimpressed by the lack of a crunch. The giant four-legged beast stomped through the elderly man's tent, crushing it with a single step, then biting at the canvas and tearing it apart. Tossing aside the man's bedroll, it howled in delight as Rengar heard the scream of a young boy. Little one, frightened, good fear, delicious fear. Time to eat. Time to silence screams. Time to Pain, pain on the back of its neck, sharp and hot. Something bit it, no. Another pain, then another. Sharp stabs, something with a weapon. Something with some fight in it. Maybe something tasty. Rengar held on to the Kirai saber with one hand as the razor hide bucked back and forth, trying to dislodge him. With his other hand, he grabbed a knife and punctured the beast's leathery hide over and over. He, he knew he'd never kill the beast this way, but he'd get it bleeding. Confuse it. With any luck, panic it. The razor hide dropped to its stomach and rolled over, taking Rengar with it. It was fast, much faster than Rengar would have thought for a creature of its size. He barely had time to dislodge his blades and jump away. The two combatants got to their feet. Blood trickled down the razor hide scales, each one sharp enough to sever a limb. Combined, the scales made for a nigh-impenetrable defense and a thousand small weapons at the same time. It circled Rengar, sniffing the air. Rengar could tell he'd never win a straight fight against it. It was too big, too quick, and too strong. A lifetime of scars had taught Rengar the secret of hunting. 
It wasn't about being strong. It was about knowing when to withdraw and when to attack. Right now, it was time to withdraw. He sprinted away from the village toward the tall grass surrounding it. The razor hide leapt after him in pursuit, its feet pounding the earth. Rengar could hear it behind him. He could be hidden in the grass soon enough, but the razor hide would catch up to him long before then. He just needed a few extra seconds. One-eyed Vestaya will be delicious. Only one thing tastier than something young. Something that just tried to kill you. Stomp the cat beast to death before eating. No, better to swallow him whole. Feel thrashing grow weaker and weaker until it deliciously stops. Unhinged jaw, bite down, feel warm spurts of blood. Tripping, falling, what? Some sort of weapon, three balls tied together with leather, tangled around legs. Bad. Still, broke free easily, but cat piece gone. Only slight rustle in tall grass to show where he went. Bound into field after it, cat beast, small, scared, me big, fast. We'll stomp all tall grass down if it takes pain. Warmth running down hind legs from where? Behind. No cat beast ran away again. Pain, new pain inside. Annoying. Not problem, just annoying. Start running. Doesn't matter which direction. Put distance between us. Regroup. Turn around. Where Vestaya? Maybe ran away. Maybe hiding. Waiting. This was the best part. Invisible within the tall grass, his prey cautious but not smart enough to be terrified. The momentary silence before the attack, before the quarry realized just how helpless it was. Before the howls of pain and the blood and the adrenaline and the joy. Rengar threw his head back and roared. Where roar coming from? Sounds like everywhere. Not roar of anger, not roar of fear. Excitement, getting closer. No, this was a mistake. Out in the open, run, run back. Hard to breathe, why? The wound in the side, deeper than it felt. Throat wet, choking, blood. Don't slow down. Where is village? This way. No. The other. Vastaya still roaring, still getting closer. Run. Doesn't matter where, just run. Flash of metal. Cool air blowing on stomach. No. Inside stomach. Feel self growing lighter. Sound of something wet and heavy hitting the ground. Many wet and heavy things. Look back, guts, fluid, a trail of red and green. Pain, stinging pain, throbbing pain, stabbing pain, everywhere. Can't stand up, legs, buckle, breathing hard. Hear footsteps coming closer, sound of knife leaving sheath. Feel something, something new, something terrible. Not hunger, anger. Or joy. Fear. Rengar approached the prone razor hide, its feet still kicking at the air as blood poured from the massive slash across its belly. Its eyes were dilated. What trophy would he take? The skull? The mane? 
The creature lifted its head and worked its jaw, biting at the air out of anger or confusion. Rengar smiled. The creature's bone teeth were sharp. Smooth. One of those would make an impressive addition to his necklace. Each trophy a victory. So there we have the story of Rengar. Um, kind of always told myself if I had a fluffy white cat, I would name it Rengar. I'm not sure my wife would ever uh, go for that. We're not really interested in getting a cat, but if it ever were to happen, um, that would be my first choice. Uh, hopefully it's not as ferocious as, as Rengar is or as uh, deadly. And overall, just a lot nicer. Rengar in extended lore stories that we didn't do today is much more of a is is definitely not like a villain um and we see obviously in the story like his his father asking him to go kill a, a creature that came out of the void kill kill Kha'zix, right so they're against the void which everyone mostly is but he's also he's not like a villain um he does help a lot of other like good causes against like the harrowing um and the ruination and that sort of thing so it, it's yeah I, I guess the the stories didn't necessarily do a great job of portraying that not that he has to be a hero you know he can be an anti-hero he can just be like a lawful neutral type um but, you know, showing him just murdering his dad and that sort of thing. Not that his dad was blameless, but, it, you know, it definitely kind of pushes you more toward the villain camp, I feel like. And not not keeping you in the, the hero camp, uh, I guess I would say. I, th I think, you know, maybe could have handled that situation a bit differently, but in their culture and in how they operate, right? He did the thing to get the respect of the others. And then, you know, they're not humans. So I can't really, not that they're beneath humans, but I can't like ascribe the same, I guess, philosophy onto them as I would to humans, I guess, unless we're, tr Unless we're saying that, you know, any sentient being should hold the same standards and, and respect for, you know, I guess just like with the situation with his dad, just kind of like weird lack of respect for the sanctity of life, you know, and but I guess when you are a society of hunters that's not really something that you're interested in but usually that's suspended for like your own kind right like i wouldn't say that about a human killing a deer you know right i wouldn't say you know weird lack of respect for the sanctity of life i i would say that about you know someone just either you know defending murder or like actually committing murder or something like that where 
it's, you know, frowned upon as a society to do human on human murder. Um, less so now, unfortunately, but the, so like, I, I guess I could still apply that to this tribe since even though they are a, a hunting based tribe of Vistaya, killing your own probably still wasn't seen as great unless it's just, you know, Lion King style, next man up, uh, take what's yours, but. Anyway, um, Rengar, in some of the cinematics and in the other lore, is definitely on the side of what we would think of as the good guys and not kind of the evil warmongering, warmongering uh, take-over-the-world type villains. So that's good, I guess, depending on uh, what your mentality is and whose side you're on. And... Yeah, that again, like they're going to be living in like the jungle uh, surround or, you know, jungles bordering Shirima. And so like a lot of some of these older characters have lore written about them. That was before the addition and the distinction of Ixtal from Shirima. So like Rengar kind of like Nidalee, right? Like her tribe is going to be within uh, like this Ixtal jungle um, that probably when the lore was first getting started, you know, well, well over a decade ago, that was considered there, you know, they hadn't broken that off from the actual just Shurima when they kind of just made that more of just like the, the desert, you know, Egyptian style. Um, but yeah, that will do it for our Ixtal series. And we will have some talk about, um, MSI, which is currently going on, which everyone should watch. Some crazy stomps going on right now. Not really that many, like, competitive series going on, which is kind of unfortunate, but also kind of crazy to see uh, a top team get completely dismantled in under 20 minutes. But we will talk about that and then give an update on, you know, our our competition that we have going on um, with our, our team draft and our, our player award uh, draft that we did. Uh, some some teams are rather far behind, some and one is rather far ahead. So we'll get an update on that and then um, some other things before hopping into our next series, which we only have a couple more of, which is exciting. So... Uh, yes, without droning on and on, I will sign off for today and uh, hope to see you all back next week. You have a warrior's heart. I think I'll take it.